You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Sunshine by Skip Hens on AO3. He's making an example of them. That much is painfully clear. Craigan's always been generous with the long leash. Let them run their investigations by their own book, as long as they get results and no one gets hurt in the process. But sometimes that leash is just long enough for them to hang themselves. A bust gone wrong. An officer shot, not fatally, not even seriously, but shot in the shoulder nonetheless, had to be carted out of there on a stretcher with pale lips and eyes wide with pain, and a perp evading capture, slinking off into the crisp fall night. After chewing them out in front of every cop on their floor, and some who'd come up to watch, he sent them here, to sit on an abandoned warehouse by the river in East Harlem all night an assignment better suited to a wet-behind-the-ears uni. But after thirty minutes of bitching, they settled in, and the night took a turn, and they found themselves right back where they used to be, back before Gitano and Oregon, back before Valerie Senate and a 4 a.m. text message, and a suggestion of breakfast that turned into a come-upstairs, back before they spent their nights wrapped around one another and their days shrouded in guilt. He runs out for bad coffee and Twizzlers and Reese's Pieces from the corner bodega, and she fiddles with the knob of the radio until she finds the kind of classic rock station they always used to sing along to. They sit with the windows down until the night air grows too cold, and then they hunker down with the heating on. They play the country game and guess what song, and when the clock ticks over to a new day, they break out Would You Rather. She'd rather have telepathy than telekinesis, it turns out. And she'd rather be always hot than always cold. He'd rather give up beer than give up coffee and have a third nipple than an extra toe. They keep it deliberately light, the way it used to be. But the night wears on, and they tire of their games and their mood shifts, as it always does these days. She leans across the console to steal another Twizzler, and the scent of her hair fills his nostrils. He rolls up his sleeves, and she presses her thighs together. How much longer? She checks her watch. Not long. You smell so fucking good. Her head lolls towards him on the headrest, dark pools of her irises gleaming at him in the shadows. She begins to unbutton her shirt, slowly bearing inch after inch of golden flesh and the white lace of her bra. He watches, mouth dry. We can't do this here. She glances around. Here seems okay to me. The street is empty, true enough, and has been all fucking night, but they're in their goddamn police-issued sedan, and they're already in enough trouble with Cragen and... Oh, but she's reaching behind herself now unhooking the bra and sliding it smoothly down her slender arms, dropping it into the footwell before moving her hands to her pants. Live. Front seat or back? They clamber into the back, and he's grateful they took the time. Here, he can spread her out properly, sink to his knees on the worn carpeted floor and tug her panties off, burying his face in her. She's smooth and bare beneath his tongue, something he was unfamiliar with before her, something that never fails to fill him with a schoolboy thrill. He licks the length of her, spears his tongue inside. 
She's the best thing he's ever tasted, and sometimes he fears he'll never have his fill of her. Her fingers rake through his short hair, locking him in place as she writhes on his face. The windows fog up with their panted breaths, and she comes with a fierce cry, her foot kicking out and connecting hard against the glass. Come, she pants after, reaching for him. Come up here. He covers her body with his own, the wet tip of his cock sliding through her slick. He hesitates. They're hit and miss with protection these days, and it always sends a low thrum of desire deep through his gut when they risk it, when he imagines what their split-second decision might bring to them, but he doesn't like to assume. Then her heels dig into the meat of his ass, urging him forward, and he sinks into her with a long, low groan. Fuck. He never expected to find heaven between his partner's thighs. When he buries to the root, he pauses, breathing hot air on her neck, planting a row of kisses along her collarbone. Then her voice finds his ears. Fuck me. Sometimes he still can't believe it. He can't believe that he gets to have her this way. Can't believe that it can be this fucking good every single time as she clenches her muscles around him and whispers filth into his ear. As she angles her hips up to meet his and her long fingers find his nipple and squeeze in rhythm with his thrusts. She fills him, not just her voice or her scent or her taste, but her, the very essence of Olivia that has spent the last decade becoming a part of him, that has linked them so irretrievably that he knows he can never live another day without her. She comes again, her blunt teeth biting down on his shoulder, and he barely registers the pain. He thrusts hard twice more, three times, and he stays buried deep as he comes with a groan of her name spilling himself into her and tasting the tang of her sweat on his lips. When he withdraws, his cum spills out of her and he drops a hand to try to catch it before it stains the seat below. He gathers the milky fluid on his fingers and he can't resist feeding it back inside her, making her hiss at the touch to her sensitized flesh. His fingers slowly slide in and out, in and out, and he lays kisses along her throat and tries hard not to imagine his seed taking root. Afterwards, they climb back into their seat as the sun begins to peek over the Harlem River, and Olivia leans back and folds an arm under her bare breasts, watching. As they sit there, naked and spent, skin warmed by the gentle pulse of the heater, Elliot realizes that the light filling the car is not shining around her. It's shining from her. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.